Hello, Unanimous. This is Mr. Brandon. And this is Mr. Jeff. Did you wake up this morning and think, how could I support my favorite podcast while also letting the world know that I'm a proud member of the Unanimous? Does your morning coffee vessel leave you feeling neither one way nor the other? Perhaps your smartphone cover fails to confirm your charm, personality, vitality, and youth. Worry no more. Visit our That Does Suit Madam online bargain basement shop. They've just come in. You could buy your very own That Does Suit Madam official tote bag. A handbag? Or an official podcast sofa pillow. Perfect for hiding your Paddington bear. We sell a fashionable face mask and a celebrated coffee cup. And of course, t-shirts. But don't worry, you'll find the sleeves right up with wear. Support your favorite podcast with some That Does Suit Madam merch. All at imfree.threadless.com imfree.threadless.com And you've all done very well. Tonight's very special and final episode of That Does Suit Madam is brought to you by Conglomo Conglomerate Real Estate Liquidators. Is your charming mom-and-pop business just not bringing you a Fortune 500-like income? Trade in your small-town bookstore or podcast recording compound for a sleek parking lot for your zip code's newest strip mall. Free one-way flight to the coast of Planca included after the ink has dried. Mr. Brandon, are you free? I'm free! This is Brandon. And this is Jeff. And this is That Does It, Madam, a podcast about Are You Being Served? Hey! Hey, Gladys. Hey, Brandon. How are you? Gladys wants to know if she can get a job at the Salvation Army as a bell ringer. She's very <laughs> concerned about her oh. future career prospects. Well, uh, maybe we could steer her to some other charity that might not be as um, terrible as the Salvation Army. Yeah, it's true. They're, yeah, Google that, folks. So, Well, here we are, Mr. Jeff. Um, it's a weird, Are you ready diff- to talk about tonight's episode? Oh, wait oh, a minute. Oh. We've oh, actually wait, wait. exhausted all of the world of Are You Being Served? There's nothing left. There are no more episodes. Oh, no. But what? why the hell are we still doing this? Should we just, like, stop and go home? Call it a day? Right? Yeah, what's going on? No, we, we wanted to have one last chat with uh, you, the Unanimous, to kind of put a bow on things and wrap up and just give a review about what uh, doing this podcast for the past three years has meant to us. Yeah. And also give you some tips about how to do your own podcast if any of you are interested. Yeah. So, so um, it's been yeah. a it's been a ride. Um this is the eighty eighth or eighty seventh episode um of the show. So that's kind of incredible. Um so it's been a big part of our lives and you know we have some fans who um, listen to every one of our episodes, and that's fantastic. We have a lot of people on Facebook and Twitter and all that that share the love, and that's lovely. So we have some of that um, that we also wanted to kind of um, send back out to you, the unanimous. We had some really cool voicemails and, and emails and stuff. So uh, it's, it's a different episode. We're not going to review an, an episode because of the, of the show because there are none. Uh, but also we wanted to kind of explain, like, who is the unanimous? Who are you people? listening to our rantings every so often. Um, we have a really good report from the uh, basement subterranean level 
of the uh, That Does Suit Madam recording compound. Um, more on that later, right? We have exciting news about that. <laughs> <laughs> but we have the research. Film at 11. Well, yes, exactly. We have um, the research, unpaid research interns. Uh, they have lots of cool reports that we thought we would like to share with you about who the hell you people are. So there you are. And we, we have a little update about one of our friends. Do we not, Mr. Jeff? We do indeed, Mr. Brandon. Yes, we do. We, uh, we heard uh, when we spoke with uh, Joanne Haywood, who uh, obviously plays uh, Jessica Lovelock on mm. the show, uh, she, had, she had hinted to uh, a project that she was working on but couldn't quite give all the details about yet. But it's been announced. Are we, are we breaking she, the news now? Are we? This is, this is an exclusive. Oh, exclusive. <laughs> oh, wait. It's coming through the teletype. What uh, is it? See that that could be, that could be Gladys's new job, is she could serve as a teletype. Yeah, that's like the precursor right? to a fax machine in the fifties, people. So right. what? Rip off the paper, and what does it say, Jeff? Yeah, she is starring in a Christmas pantomime as Vanity Vainglory, uh, the villain Ooh. in the Doncaster production of Sleeping Beauty. Uh, so, little geography lesson: uh, Doncaster is in Yorkshire. Uh, just northeast of Sheffield. Okay. And there are going to be dates all throughout the month of December. So uh, go on to castindoncaster.com right now and get your tickets if you're in the area and see our friend, the former Ms. Lovelock. Yeah. I mean, she'll always be Miss Lovelock to us. But, um, yeah, uh, we had a great chat with uh, Ms. Haywood. Uh, and she was fantastic. And uh, she's like, I can't tell you. But things are afoot, and we were very titillated by that, weren't we? Which is unusual for us, Mr. Mr. Um, bless her. But no, that was really fun. Um, she posted a thing on Facebook, and um, I think she said that the, the, the best roles are to play the villains. And I think yes. she said, I play the one that will make the little children cry. <laughs> yeah, so it's fun to be bad. It's good to be bad. But um, yeah. So, yeah. And apart from Ms. Uh, apart from Ms. Haywood, we've also heard from some of our other friends of the podcast. We so have. for the last time, Mr. Brandon, do you want to give a shout out to anyone who's gotten in touch with us over the past couple of weeks? Sure thing. Uh, we heard from Mr. Travis. Hello. And he sent us a lovely email. Um a very well thought out um, idea about a, th- a yet third Are You Being Served series um, called Millstone, which is actually, I think it's a rather high end uh, chain of restaurants, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's Waterstones. Never mind. Um, anyway, so uh, he says that they could have the child, the love child of Mr. <gasps> Humphreys Gasp. and Mavis Moulterd. Uh, okay. Come and like run the the Millstone Manor, and then also Miss um, uh, Joanne ha- Miss Lovelock's uh, character um, would um, have a kid, I guess. I think, and like they would sort of run it, and maybe Mavis and Miss Lovelock would show up and have zany antics, and then ah, um, okay. So I, so like Grace in favor of the next generation. Oh, basically. Um, that's interesting. We asked Joanne Haywood, uh, what do you think happened like with the, with the folks? And we've had a couple of folks email us um, their ideas about what would have happened in the, in the universe, you know? So it's kind of a cool thing to like think, what if they kept going? Where would they have ended up? You know, it's like the Simpsons, aren't they on their, like their, their 68th season or something? Something like that. I don't know. Like they keep going at it and they have a lot of writers, but... And that's kind of why we wanted to come back to the unanimous and uh, just going to talk about what we've just done. And it's kind of a big deal. And also to 
can kick the ball forward. No, that's that's negative, isn't it? Um, to enable the unanimous to kind of do their own podcast because we didn't know how to do this, and um, we're going to teach how to yeah. do it. And keep on running that fanfic, everyone. You know, you're going to need something to do every other Tuesday night because <laughs> we're not going to be around. Yeah. Um, but we've also gotten some voicemails, haven't we, Mr. We Brady? have indeed, Mr. Mr. Jeff. Uh, we heard from a lovely anonymous listener, and I don't know if she just forgot to say who she was or if she wanted to be, you know, maybe she's um, mysterious, mysterious or, or witness just protection program incognito, or maybe she um, is the love child of a millionaire and I, I, who knows, (laughs) but um, she had some lovely remembrances. um, And she's, she used to work in a really cool uh, high end fashion place in Minneapolis. So if you're from Minneapolis, maybe you know where she's referring to. So I'm going to call her miss, Mrs. X. How about that? Uh, So let's listen to what Mrs. X had to say. I worked at a very posh department store in Minneapolis, Minnesota in the late 70s and early 1980s. This show epitomized going from teenage years to young adults and learning how to serve people. I, Mr. Humphreys, Mrs. Slocum, I, I know these people. I worked with these people. I am these people. A particular story that I have, my father came in because we had a sale on men's shoes. We had a beautiful set of marble stairs. And as he was coming in the front doors of the department store, I was coming down the marble stairs. And he looked up at me, and I looked down at him. And he got this smile on his face and we broke out laughing because it was so are you being served and I took his hand and led him up the stairs to men's shoes where he was aptly taken care of he was beautifully served with a lovely pair of men's shoes on sale of course I love this show this is my show this is my life God bless them all Oh, thank you, Mrs. X. What a lovely tribute and remembrance of that special memory of you and your yeah, dad. Yeah, that's uh, so Are you being served? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder, like, if you're from Minneapolis, well, I would say let us know, but this will be the last episode. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, what about when you were a kid, Mr. Jeff? Like, was there a super fancy shop that you would go to, like, once a year if you were well-behaved or something? Like, lots of marble, you know? Um. So... We, I, as when I was very young, um, we would go to um, the flagship Macy's, like the Macy's where the Thanksgiving Day. Oh, Herald Square, thirty four. Herald Square. Okay, right. Cool. Um, and I, I remember the the wooden escalators, which I think are still <laughs> They're there. They're still there. Yeah, it's crazy. Always seemed so um, fancy to me because it seemed so ornate and old. Different. And um, you know, across the street from it was the A&S, 
uh, which eventually became the Manhattan Mall, which is now an office block. Um, and that also had those ornate wooden um, escalators, and that always seemed so highfalutin and fancy to me for some reason. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it, it was lovely to hear Mrs. X's, I love that's her name. Um, I mean, it's, you can hear it in her voice that she's just really touched uh, thinking back, you know, when she was a little kid. And um, it was like, I don't know if it doesn't translate these days because you go to a mall, um, like mall shopping, like we've talked about on the show, it doesn't really it's not the culture. It's not the mall culture. Like you were a mall rat. I think you once told us, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't you kind of live, you lived at a mall. Um, they didn't have malls where I'm from, but um, uh, it, it was a big deal to go to a shop. Right. And you do kind of see that in a lot of the episodes of already being served. And it was cool to hear her kind of thinking like how special it was because it's not like that today, you know? No, which is no, kind of too bad. For, for quite some time. Uh, and we also heard from superfan JJ, who uh, called in to uh, let us know that we've all done very well. So why don't we take a listen? Mr. Jeff and Mr. Brandon, this is Mr. JJ just calling to say what an absolute delight it has been listening to That Does Suit Madam. And uh, for one final time, you've both done very well. Thank you so much for a wonderful podcast. And that was our super fan, Mr. AJ. He is one of the many unpaid uh, research assistants down in the basement. Uh, he had a, a break or something. We let him use the staff uh, telephone. Um, but he did. He sent me a message because he said, oh, gosh, boss. No, he didn't call me boss. He's like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But he said, um, by the way, um, there's two messages. The first one, uh, I had to stop because I had a frog in my throat. But then he said, but you can taste the turtle. You can taste the turtles. You can taste the turtles. I'm like, I'll, I, will, I will include that on the episode. <laughs> uh, so thank you for that voicemail. Uh, we got a lot of other voicemails and a lot of folks just um, sending us love and a lot of comments on Facebook. Um, I, I made a graphic for the Rat-a-tat-a-tat episode and like, this is your last call and uh, for voicemails. And people were just so lovely. You, you, you can go see it. One just says... Um, Thank you for making the podcast. That's really been a pleasure. And it's really lovely to hear that. So thank you for all the lovely messages. It kind of does feel like last call. Like, I, I feel like we're closing down the Queen Vic or we're closing down the Rover's Return oh, or something, you know? Blasphemy. Gosh. Right. Um, well, in that case, uh, we want to thank our sponsors, our friends at Conglomo Conglomerate Real Estate Liquidators, because <laughs> uh, they gave us an offer we just couldn't refuse for the compound. They're going to make it into a a parking lot for a new strip mall um, full of the same shops you've seen all over the place that you never actually have to go to, but we're going to get a, an, we're going to go and invest in a Costa Blanca. I hear they have really cheap hotels there uh, <laughs> on the Costa Blanca. But uh, anyway, that's what the mythology of the podcast anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was lovely to hear from you folks. Um, we still have all of our podcasts on Spotify and Apple and Google and all of that business. Uh, we still have a bargain basement shop. Um, we can maybe earn up to 28 cents in the future. We'll see. <laughs> we just need four more mugs sold, folks. Right. And we still have our socials. You know, yeah. We're not going to be shutting down our Twitter and Instagram and Facebook accounts anytime soon. But you know, we may not be as active uh, on them as we have yeah, been we'll uh, yeah, in the past. So, Mr. Brandon... Um, T- tell us, tell the unanimous um, what it's been like uh, to get together 
you know, every other week or so for the past three years and talk about one of your favorite TV shows? Well, very good question, and thanks for asking it, Mr. Jeff. Um, <laughs> we, we said, like, so what do we do in an episode where you don't actually talk about an episode of the show? Uh, interview each other, I guess? Because oh. um, she said you could have answered better. Okay, we're just putting you back away. All right. Uh, golly, it, you know, it's doing something every week, or almost every week. We do skip sometimes, but um, having a routine is actually quite nice. Um, and mm-hmm. you have to go back in time. Uh, when we started this podcast, it was like the day before COVID went crazy, right? Yeah, we, we started We started in February 2020. Yeah, and that was like coincidental. We didn't intend for this to be a COVID project, but it ended up being one. Um, so if you, you know, right now it's, uh, what, no, December the 1st, 2022, um, the world's changed a lot since COVID happened. Uh, but back then, it just felt like the world was closing in on you, and it was all black and dark, and you were very isolated. So mm-hmm. the idea of having something every week was actually um, something to look forward to and something to work yep. on. You can go to work, and a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people had to change their job. Uh, I think Mr. Jeff and I were kind of lucky in that regard uh, because we could work from home remotely pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. But... You know, having something to do creatively, for me, I'm a creative type. That's what they called me in high school. I was one of those creative types. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was, it's really, really good having something every week where we can work on something together. And it's collaborative. And it's, it, we bounce ideas off. Like if, if I did the podcast by myself or Mr. Jeff did it by himself, I don't think it would be as good. Uh, because we do riff things off each other and... and you know, yeah. stuff. So it, I really like the structure that the podcast has given me. Um, and separately on just, you know, appreciating this fabulous show, you know, we've dedicated a hell of a lot of time to this are being served world, right? And it's something, and this is kind of goes back to Mrs. X's voicemail and, you know, everyone's comments really how they used to watch. I remember when Heidi was on uh, our first guest host, um, she says she used to watch it with her grandma and how Mrs. Slocum mm-hmm. reminds her of her grandma, just like Mrs. X says, I knew Mr. Humphreys. I knew Mrs. Slocum. Um, we all kind of know people like that. And when you are friends with an RVing surf friend, like my friend Jimmy, we can say, oh, he's a Mr. Humphreys, if you know what I mean. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I turned into Mrs. Slocum about that that sweater they wouldn't let me take back. So I don't know. It's It's really neat. And when you look back at something I really loved when I was like, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, that's a long time ago. And to be able to remember how much fun it was, and it almost kind of formed facets of my personality. Um, I mean, if you can see me walk a walk a, a fur coat up and down the floor, you'll see what I mean. Um, I think the verb you're looking for is mince. To mince. <laughs> Prance, mince, uh, yes. Um, but it's been cool to, like, unwrap each one of these episodes, kind of look at the pieces. Uh, what are the jokes I got then, but I, what are the jokes I didn't get? What is What the hell's a, a, a Cherry Bakewell? Why is that related mm-hmm. to Mr. Tebbs? What's that about? You know, all these things. So we've given, I like to think that we've given um, respect to each of the episodes and um, the fans. Well, mo- and, most of them. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, even even the, the racist stuff. I think that we've, looked at it and said that was a joke that was deemed acceptable back then. 
but the times have changed. And a lot of folks, yeah. um, you know, we've had a great debate with um, the Roots episode and stuff. So um, not not whether racism is good or bad, but like should the episode be deleted and never seen again? You know, interesting stuff. So... Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with you, Mr. Brandon, you know, that, that it was it was very comforting in the early days of the pandemic to have this thing for you and I to get together and, and kind of focus on. Yeah. It wasn't to take our mind off of the uh, not only the pandemic itself, but also just worrying about what the world was going to be like. It was comforting to be able to step back in time and watch this TV show and rewatch this TV show that I, you know, discovered like, you know, like I'm Columbus, like I discovered (laughs) in my early teenage years, you know, because uh, unlike a lot of our fans who have special memories of watching this with their family, this was my show and just mine when I was, um, growing up as a teenager, you know, my, my parents, my parents didn't have an appreciation for, uh, Britcoms and neither did my friends. So this was kind of like my special thing. And over the years, I've you know, found people who know the show and think it's funny, but it really wasn't until we started this podcast that I discovered this kind of community of super fans oh my God, that have yeah. as much reverence for the show as we do. Um, and I think it's because we have that reverence that we were able to um, to look at it with a very careful you know, 21st century lens. Um, so one of the things, you know, to peek behind the, the, the curtain there, uh, folks, is that <laughs> yeah. um, early on in the, in, the, uh, in the podcast, when we started um, adding in a lot of social commentary, especially around um, the time of George Floyd's murder, uh, we got – we lost a lot of listeners and fans. You know, we, we saw a, a, a quite a dramatic drop. Uh, in our subscriptions and uh, the people who followed us on Facebook or whatever, because they just wanted the entertainment. You know, they didn't want to hear any of the serious stuff. And I don't know if that was really reflective of people's personal politics. I think that we heard from people who who kind of, let's call it both sides of the aisle, Uh, but they would just wanted something that was for, um, you know, strict entertainment. Lightheartedness kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that Brandon and I were... Um, pretty unanimous about to, to borrow a <laughs> phrase from Mrs. Slocum is that um, we had carved out this tiny little platform for ourselves uh, on the uh, on the internet, and we wanted to make sure that we used it f- uh, to the best of our abilities in all possible ways. Yeah, and, and that's why one of the ways, one of the reasons why we continue to say Black Lives Matter on every episode because it, it it bears repeating, and it's something that needs to be continually said until it's true. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I remember, um, you know, since we had the last podcast for the final show of Grace and Favor, um, what was that one called again? The uh, the, the Mongolians? No, the... the no, uh, the darts match. The darts match, yeah. Um, we've had two uh, mass shootings. Uh, one, they were Uh-oh. maybe like five or four days within f- four days of each other at Club Q and then at a Walmart um, somewhere. And the thing is, with mass shootings in the U.S., they happen so often that you don't even remember which one was that again. But the reason I mention right. that is um, I remember when I was a kid, I was probably like 14, 15 maybe. Um, it was, 
I don't remember if it was the co- that's the point. The reason I mentioned that was that you don't remember them because there's so many of them. The details. It was either well, the column. Are oh, you talking about column? Col- it was the, the right. Columbine because that would have been, I guess, when I was like fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Um, I remember watching the Rosie O'Donnell show. Now, if you're mm-hmm. not from the States, Rosie O'Donnell was a, a comedian and she was a stand-up comic and she was in some films that got pretty famous. Uh, and then she came out of the closet. Uh, so that's how she's kind of known. But she had a talk show during the daytime. Like, I would come home and my brother and my mom, would we would kind of watch this show together as we were, like, talking about her day or whatever. And I remember when Columbine happened and, and I think she had um, a little little uh, boy or girl I, like she was a mom at that point and it was kind of a new thing and i remember thinking well, rosie o'donnell like her talk show was very upbeat very happy mm-hmm. queen of nice this this kind of thing and then columbine happened and it was like the biggest mass shooting of really my life at that point which of course has now been far surpassed several times but i remember thinking how is she going to be super lighthearted mm-hmm. with this in the news and you know, the episode came on and the studio audience were clapping and laughing and stuff. And then um, she comes out and uh, she said, well, how are you? And she wasn't, you know, my point is, she couldn't feel like the super lightheartedness. So it yeah. took her a bit of time to kind of get in. And I always respected her for that because it, it, it she acknowledged that something terrible just happened. And I think that that's what we did on the show we want to like it when people get murdered for who they are or whatever uh how they look and it's really full of injustice um that affects us and i think that's kind of you don't want to to shield your authentic self when you're on a podcast because i think that authenticity is what people really like and like right now we just talk we never have ever had a script per se on the show we just talk and if if something like a mass shooting just happened today and we're going to do an episode, for us not to talk about it, that would be so inauthentic for Jeff and I, I think. Yeah. So that's kind of a little thing there. You're spot on, Brandon. You know, I, I think that if we tried to play characters and not really be our authentic selves, you know, I think not only would it not be fair to us, but I think our listeners would pick up on that and, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't enjoy the wouldn't enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, speaking of listeners, um, you had mentioned that our lovely research department uh, had done, had crunched the numbers and can tell us a little bit more about the unanimous. Did you, have you gotten that yet? Well, that it just came up away? the pneumatic tube from the basement. You know, um, that's how we, we, it, we're a paper office folks. You know? <laughs> um, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't go out of style. It's also very cheap. Um, so yeah, so we have some cool data about the unanimous. Um, if, if, if you were to guess, Mr. Jeff, can you guess how many people, no, no, how many times have our podcast episodes been listened to total? Okay. Okay. So we've, you said we've got about, about 90 episodes and I think we, uh, ish, and I think we've got about 10 fans out there. So (laughs) I'd say, I'd say maybe we got a thousand. A thousand. So, so the, so this is good. So this is how many times have people hit the play button for one of our episodes? So that's a good one. Um, higher. (laughs) What is this price is right? Basically you can't go over. (laughs) Um, I'll just throw you a bone. Um, 51,000 
233 wow. times people have hit the play button on our on our uh, episodes. Uh, whether or not wow. they said, this is crap, I'm going to delete this immediately, I don't know. But right. at least they pressed the play button. Um, so that's good. Uh, now, the people of the unanimous, which of course is the collective noun, and if you're listening, that's what you are, uh, they come from all around the United United States, all around the world. Whoops. 72% of our audience is from the United States. Which is why we take the time to explain Cockney rhyming slang and Polari and what is a Dorchester? Is that like a type of (laughs) car? What is that? Um, And not surprisingly, United Kingdom, eleven percent. Canada, we have five percent. Hello, Canadians. Uh, Australia, seven percent. So these things all have something in common, don't they? Don't they, Mister Mister Jeff? Right, so it's an English-speaking world. (laughs) English-speaking world. (laughs) Um, South Africa's not in there, but uh, it is somewhere. But um, we also have um, the Czech Republic, the Bahamas, which I thought was interesting, Germany, uh, Guten Tag, Ireland, that's English again, Malta, Israel, the Netherlands. Now, we have lots of super fans in the Netherlands. Um, Mm -hmm. Hello, and they're strumpfwaffles. Uh, France, <laughs> Belgium. Oh, there's South Africa. Russia, Brazil. Uh, como vai, Brazil? Romania, Thailand, Norway, and Cyprus. Hello, Cyprus. So that's kind of cool. You got, we've got unanimous all around the world. How do you I say like we should... unanimous in the Cypriotic language? In Greek? Greek I don't know. Uh, um, uh, so this is interesting, too. So whenever I post links to the show... I always use Apple Podcasts because 63% of you folks listen to us on Apple. Um, so that's cool. Spotify is only 12%. So there's a whole bunch of other stuff out there where you listen to our podcast, which I thought was cool. Are there any, st- are there any stats about what is our um, most popular episode? What do the, what's the one that everyone tuned into or people go back to and re-listen? Um, yeah, so we have that too. So... Of all of the episodes we've put out, um, we have episode one, Dear Sexy Knickers, as the most popular. Uh, 1,364 listens. That's a lot. And then basically it starts from the episode one, episode two, episode three um, from the original uh, series, of course. Got it. Okay. So yeah. so people find the podcast and they start at the very beginning. You know, and yeah, and that's a cool thing about doing a lot of content. Like this is kind of podcasty stuff. Um, if you make a lot of content and it's kind of decent, um, it's there forever. So that's why we try to make a kind of quality podcast, we hope. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll talk more about that after the break, I think. But um it's out there. So if you want to like go through every episode, it's there for you. Um, so that's cool. What's also neat about the audience, um, we have uh, we use anchor.fm, which you hear in every episode, um, to host it. And they kind of look at the data and we know who these folks are, which is kind of cool. Of the people who listen to our show, um, 68% are males, um, mm-hmm. which eh, I think... There's something about a gay man loving Are You Being Served because of Mr. Humphreys. It tracks. And it tracks. And there's also something about the age because 
we only have 1% of our listenership from ages 18 to 22. That's cool. So that person. That's Gen Z. Yeah. Here's one person like, in what's, Gen Z that what's listens that to Slocum? us. What's that? What's that? And uh, that's cool. <laughs> 4% between 23 and 27 years old. Okay. So. Getting there. Between, uh, what, what's the age group again? 23 and 27. Okay. So still, so like the youngest um, millennials. The youths. Um, 28 years old to 34 years old, 22%. So we're, so, okay. So 35 to 44 is 32% of our listenership. 45 to 59 is 39% of our relationship. So and there's the gen, there's the gen X. Gen X. Yeah. yeah. And, um, even baby boomers. So if you are between like 30 and 60, we, you're loving us right now. <laughs> you're the, you, our audience. Go and yeah. take an Advil before you go to sleep. Okay, your back's gonna hurt. Okay, right? um, so that's cool. So that's who the unanimous are. You're kind of all over the place, mostly English speaking countries, mostly in the United States, and that uh, I guess makes sense. There's a lot of us in the U.S. Uh, and there's um, right because the the show didn't get rerun in the U.K. So yeah. you know, there isn't that there isn't a huge fandom until recently when it's been available on. Um, the yesterday channel yeah and you know i yeah. think we talked about how um grace and favor was so popular in the u.s i think that spurned a lot of spurred a lot of people to get really into are being served the original series so yeah. if you had a lot of folks watching that in the states that just makes sense that there's going to be more of a, a thing are we claiming the show is american now is that what we're <laughs> but let me let me throw it back at you jeff like you asked me how did it change so question back to you so we've done all of this research mr jeff was the the uh captain of the grace brothers ping pong team first of all but also um the research department so you do um lots of research for each of these episodes tell me like how have how has your view of already being served changed now that we've done this giant podcast well, I mean, I think first of all, one of the things that you touched on is it helped to explain jokes that I didn't quite get when I watched it the first time around. And now because I've been to the United Kingdom several many times since then and have an understanding of um, Cockney rhyming slang and Polari and the culture uh, that a lot of the jokes make sense, you know, and, you know, really getting to see um, – the series as a study in classicism yeah, and, and the class of society as, as we had talked about. Um, I think it's just made me love the show much that much more because it provided, you know, not only was it something for us to do when we got together, uh, you know, every other week or so, uh, but it, I had to set aside time to sit down and watch the episode and be entertained by yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it gave me that good excuse to just kind of disconnect from everything else that was going on, watch the show for uh, an hour, because, you know, even though it's only a 25-minute show, I'd be stopping to take notes and to yeah. look this yeah, up yeah, yeah, and yeah. to, you know. So, um, yeah, it, I'm, I'm just really grateful to have had this time um, with you and with our unanimous for the past three years. Aw. You know, it's it's you mentioned um, that you felt that Are You Being Served was your show and no one else really yep. knew about it. And it's interesting you say that because um, I was the same way. Like no one knew what the hell the show was. And I would go to school, uh, the, the playground, and say, do you guys know Are You Being Served? It's my favorite show. 
and they would just look at me <laughs> exactly confusingly. That, that is what that's what Mr. Brandon that's what I sounded like, like before his broke before my voice. Uh, hello, um, but then I but they they would no one no one would know what this was. Every now and then I would say, um, okay, on uh, Arkansas Public uh, PBS station at around ten o'clock. During the week, do you remember seeing a TV show from the 70s? No, I wouldn't even say from the 70s because that concept was beyond me. Um, But I would say, like, the lady with the pink hair or the blue hair. Do you remember that? And they would say, oh, yeah. And I do that today. I will say, have you heard of Arty Surf? No. Yeah, they work in a shop from the 70s. It's English, and there's a lady with pink hair. When you say the lady with pink hair, they're like, oh, yeah, I know that, that one. That always, yeah, that's always the, the ringer. But what's cool about it, so, Beck, just like you, I thought I was the only one who knew this show. And this was before the internet. And the cool thing about the web is it brings people who have very specific tastes in something and who think they're the only one. And then bring those people together and they can make a cool Facebook page or a silly podcast where they talk about a 60-year-old right. TV show from the UK. Um, so it's really cool. Like that's what, what's really neat about the podcast, which you said, the community we've built um, that, you know, we've, we had Madam Con. We had two very wet, <laughs> brave people who came all the way from, <laughs> from Pennsylvania to, to join us. Uh, hello, guys. Um, but yeah, it's cool to like have and it's just like Kath and Kim. It's just like Dungeon and Dragons, like whatever thing you're into. Um, you know, there's a community out there for you. You know, they yeah. may not be around the corner from you, but the world has gotten incredibly smaller thanks to the World Wide Web and those information superhighways. I think they call so. the the internet. Internet, that's what they call it. <laughs> Something like that. Something like the WWWs. And it's funny if, you know, we're, we're of the age, I am slightly younger than uh, Mr. Jeff, uh, but we're old enough to remember what life was like before there was internet. And a lot of folks, yep. well, not that many who listen to us, but um, uh, people don't remember, like, how it was difficult to, like, connect with other folks who have interests that you do, you know. Right. If you wanted more information about are you being served, you had to go... You had to physically go to your local library, go to the card catalog, Gross. and like look for, you know, are you being served or John Inman or Molly Sugden and see if you could get anything else. And you'd be sent off to, you know, the circulation room and, you know, there <laughs> might have been a microfiche about something from yeah. Radio Times. Yeah. Or you'd just hope to watch TV and randomly see the image that just happened to be on at that channel at that time, something about it, which, you know, PBS. For Americans, um, when you had the new Are You Being Served Again stroke Grace and Favor come out, a lot of the actors from the original series would come to the States and, like we've talked about, like do the fundraisers for the mm-hmm. telethons and stuff. The pledge drives. The pledge drives, yeah. yeah. So that was amazing. It was like, wow, it's, Are You Being Served is a thing, you know? It's not just me. That's cool. So, yeah. And then here we are with this podcast. So, Mr. Brandon, why don't we head on down to the canteen one last time for a tea break? Well, they're packing it up, we so can... we better grab it before they <laughs> toss it into the tip, right? And then when we get back, we can um, share some secrets with our unanimous about how they can make their own podcast. We have secrets, unanimous. We're going to tell everything. <laughs> we'll be right back. Mr. Brandon, what did you have in the canteen one last time? I had nothing because there is no canteen, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> we have to be honest with the unanimous one last time. There is no canteen. There is no... Are, are we even real? If you, <laughs> if you pluck, if you pierce me, do I not bleed? <laughs> I think. 
Um, yeah, uh, we are not really located in northern Mississippi. There is no silo. No. Um, no, it's it's oh. all it's all been a lie. Like talk about Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> like it's all been one. Because they all believed lie. it, of course, right? You all <laughs> right. believe we were in. Yeah. So so here's the thing. We um. I say I want to ask you what you had at the uh, canteen, but that I, I blew it up. Um, <laughs> I blew up the canteen. So a lot of folks think we are actually in northern Mississippi. We say we're in northern Mississippi, don't we, Mr. Jeff? We do. We do indeed, <laughs> Mr. Brandon. And here's here's why, uh, in case you haven't cottoned on by now. Mm. Um, when we were setting up the podcast and we were figuring out the name and figuring out how people could get in touch with us, we wanted to have a call-in number. We wanted to have somewhere that people can call and leave a message. And um, we used Google Voice to be able to do that. And yeah. uh, we thought it would be cool if like, there could be a vanity number where it spelled something. And so what was a seven-letter word that had something to do with the show? Peacock. And yeah, we thought about the- like – 415 served or or something it didn't right. really work right or 212 humphreys and you know and the, <laughs> the numbers humphreys. just weren't available i want that um, number if you have that number <laughs> folks let me know um and so the numbers that spelled peacock were available but only in the 662 area code which happens to serve northern, northern mississippi, mississippi like yeah. tupelo and mobile so we just made it a joke and ran with it so that's our secret. We're actually not in northern Mississippi. So uh, there you go. Where so that begs the question: Where are we if we're not in northern <laughs> Mississippi? So I, I've referenced this several times before on the show. Actually, that I am in uh, the New York City metropolitan area, born and raised. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Brandon, you're um, you're not even in the same country as I am. So when we started the podcast way back in um, 2020, um, I was in, it was a neighbor of Mr. Jeff. That's how we met. And it was, um, life has its, uh, you know, winding road or whatever analogy. And uh, I'm not in the New York metro area anymore. I'm actually in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Eh? Yeah, no. Uh, I'm in Canada, not New York. Um, poutine. But, but what does this mean? Because we're not in the same place. But how are we? What about a podcast studio? I'm so, confused. So, Mr. so what this means, unanimous, is that we're actually going to start a recap episode, a recap podcast of Degrassi Junior High, because Mr. Brandon has moved to Canada. <laughs> oh that, my God! Did, I'm, did you I'm, not, I'm so did young. Did you not watch Can- compared oh, no. to Mr. Jeff? I don't know what that means. I'm assuming it's about like a. Uh, like a boom box or something or oh good Jesus no no Degrassi Junior High was um, a a Canadian like children's soap opera that also played on PBS in the States um, in the late 80s early 90s Uh, and then it transitioned into Degrassi High followed them through high school um, and I was probably was using re- coloring books or something at the time. So. <laughs> and it was actually rebooted uh, in the 21st century as well. And, you know, the, 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 ki- the kids who were kids on it are now the teachers and the parents, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But no, okay, so no, we're not doing a Degrassi podcast. Sorry <laughs> to get your hopes up. Yeah, don't get everyone's hopes up. <laughs> and I have to say, it's really sweet when everyone says, oh, please do the Allo Allo uh, show. Please do the... Keeping up appearances, but of course, there's the fabulous Keeping Up Appearances, a luxury podcast, uh, as we talked about a couple times. Um, so instead of us doing it, um, 
we think we want you, the unanimous, to do it. So that's why we're blowing up the the, the, the canteen, um, <laughs> pulling all of our secrets out and coming out of the closet yet again uh, so that you can be hopefully encouraged to make your own podcast. And if you do, it will be lovely to let us know that, hey, I used to listen to you guys and now I've made my own podcast because that would be really cool for us to kind of have a full circle moment. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, all right, so how to podcast 101. Um, once you figure out what you want to uh, talk about, it, it helps to determine that what you want the structure of the show to be. And I think that listening to um, other podcasts helps. I, I think that by now everyone understands what the rhythm of a podcast show is about. You know, yeah. it starts out with some kind of introduction and you have regular segments uh, and then there's uh, a closing to it, you know, so that you, that you have some kind of structure so that you know what to do when you're recording it and your listeners know what to expect. You know, their ear is trained to listen for this certain thing. Uh, and so, you know, for us, we decided, you know, we, we wanted to do, uh, we wanted to do a, 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 a parody a send-up of um commercials uh in the show because uh the department store had so many terrible products that always got a good laugh and so we decided all right let's start every episode with this sponsor gag where we talk I guess, about a yeah, fake i guess product. we also have to say this the, the gags at the beginning of the, the the sponsors this episode is sponsored by those were not real as well i'm sorry <laughs> yes. if we did know. not get paid by old mr grace's estate for his uh Canned peas, bong. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I guess also, Gladys, girl, we kn- you're a bell, okay? <laughs> it's it's been me playing. It's been me hitting. Th- okay, th- she's not telegraphing. She's she okay. You you knew that though. You, unanimous. You're smart enough yeah. for that. Yes. Um. Yeah, and I would say, uh, I've been listening to, um podcast for quite a while in fact i want to give a shout out to my first podcast and maybe you can tell us oh that's who your great, first podcast yeah, was yeah my first podcast was lucky bitch radio okay with wanda wisdom mm-hmm. um wanda wisdom had a podcast this is like 2003 2004 maybe it was really really long 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 ago um maybe even before that it was just at the if if you remember back when iPhones came out, so so children so for the so for the one <laughs> Gen Z listener that we have yeah for that one percent of those little children right. <laughs> the the word podcast come comes from the Apple iPod and yeah. what you used to have to do was fire up iTunes on your desktop computer and download the episode onto your computer and then plug in the cable and sync it to your iPod. So it wasn't available on demand. It was a good 45-minute process. In yeah, order and you to had to get, work on it. But, but it, was, to, yeah. um, it was like this new telephone, new radio, not telephone, but you know what I'm saying. This new yeah. vehicle for, like, now everyone is a radio broadcaster. Right, so podcasts were popping up, and no one knew what a podcast was, and there was no structure. Now it's very different because it's twenty twenty two, and now giant companies are getting involved, and da da da. Uh, so it feels more structured. But back then, it was just like stick a stick a microphone in some in front of somebody and have them talk. And this guy named Bradley Trainer, who is now like a very popular radio personality in Minneapolis, 
Mm-hmm. I wonder if Mrs. X knows him. Uh, but he's on the radio now. But before he was well-known, he was Wanda Wisdom, a drag queen. And like a shticky, funny comedy kind of drag queen. Not like fierce, 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 yes, girl. Not, not that. But like, Which does so, not translate to an audio medium well. Yeah, but he was like really, really funny. And he um, had battled um, addiction and was mm-hmm. a sober single... I'm a, I'm a sober single drag queen here in Minneapolis. That was his tagline at the beginning of every episode. So I got to know this guy, and I felt like I kind of knew him, and he would share his parts of his life and his struggle and his fun thing he did and whatever. Um, and it was my first podcast, so I loved his dynamic range. He wouldn't always kind of speak like this. It's kind of really boring when you're speaking to someone who doesn't go up and down, and it's just kind of drones on and on. That's not good. He goes up and down, and it's very... So we try to do that, too. Yeah, peaks and valleys. So he kind of taught me that your voice is an instrument, and to speak in a pleasing way, like I'm trying to do now. (laughs) Um, And we both do that. So, like, when you listen to podcasts, uh, some you like and some you don't. What I like in a podcast is someone who is entertaining, interesting, doesn't yamble, ramble on for ages and ages. It's kind of fun and funny, like jokes are good. And I like to hear a very nice quality of sound, right? So that's yeah. what we try to do on this. What was your first podcast you listened to? Uh, it was and don't probably, say this one. Nah, no, imagine. <laughs> well, I just, I just picked it up out of nowhere. Um, so mine was probably from... Probably around 2006, I think, is when I got my first iPod. And that's when I would have been introduced to the world of podcasting. Okay. And it was um, Gay Pimpin' with Johnny McGovern. <laughs> um, so okay. uh, Johnny, Johnny McGovern is a, is a gay liberty uh, who used to do a talk show um, with um, all of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race and other drag entertainers and people from the gay world. And he uh, is host and producer of Go Go for the Gold. Uh, a go-go dancing reality competition on our TV. <laughs> of course, gay men, but why not? He, he's been part of, of gay nightlife forever. Okay. And he used to have this show where him and his friends would just get around, uh, just gather together and just talk about the parties that they threw the week before or like, you know, they'd go through the tabloids and oh, you know, talk about this, that, and the other thing. And it was just so interesting to have this insight into... Um, into New York City nightlife, which I wasn't a part of, uh, okay. you know, that kind of go out to the nightclub at one o'clock. That wasn't my scene. But you felt like you could experience it through these these podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So if you so listen to other podcasts and get a sense of what structures are available that are out there, because you know. You, you unanimous, you listeners, you may choose to do a podcast that is not a TV rewatch show. It may be about another topic or whatever, and those are going to have different structures. And don't feel so constrained that you have to have everything ironed out for your first episode. Because as your podcast matures, you will decide 
um, what segments are working for you and your audience, or you may want to try something different. I mean, longtime listeners will remember, we used to have a segment called We Are Unanimous in That, where we would drone on about something British or, you know, oh, or, yeah, that we that loved, was, or Anglophilia. Probably me it, either. It, it, it worked for a while, <laughs> and, and then it stopped working, so we dropped it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. with doing a podcast, um, everyone has something to say, Right. The question is, is it interesting? And but it's kind of the, the what is the, the the point, right? And I have a philosophy about this. Okay, um, the philosophy is there's two reasons to do a podcast, and hopefully the podcast people do um, it will do both of them. Okay, the first idea is to produce some content that people find interesting, entertaining, uh, informative. Okay. Uh, we love our being served. We're going to talk about it and have a really cool environment where people can rem- reminisce and uh, learn a little bit about the show that we've done some research on. Uh, and it's fun. We try to keep it fun, right? So that's content, right? But also the second thing is uh, it's been very therapeutic. Not therapeutic, but more more cathartic for us to talk about it and share and and remember about what it was like to be a little gay kid in Arkansas at 13 and see my first gay character on TV who was kind of celebrated for for being gay, you know? That was really cool. Um, and for me to be able to talk about that uh, is good for me to kind of process uh, or process here in Canada um, mm-hmm. how, what that meant for me at 13. Now that I'm 41, that's a, that's a nice thing to be able to do, to talk about like, God, I kind of felt alone, but... Then this guy, Mr. Humphreys, showed up on my little tiny Magnavox TV. That's cool, you know? So that's more of a thing for me. So content for other people, but you should get something out of it too. It shouldn't be a job. It shouldn't be something you don't look forward to. Because I think Mr. Jeff and I, we both look forward to talking about the silly show that 100% every single week, yeah. 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 So, you know, if you want to do a podcast where you just talk about shit you've gone through okay that's good for you it may not be the most interesting to other people but if that's your goal is just to get something out there get it off your chest and maybe you don't have you never know who's gonna listen you yeah and you, maybe you don't you have give it a try hundreds of listeners we just have hundreds we don't have thousands actually maybe <laughs> maybe in the future but you know that's good for you but if your goal is to, i want to make lots of money and i want to be famous that's a different kind of podcast but i think both are valid yeah, point. absolutely. You know, yeah. we, Brandon and I both said uh, when we started this that we were doing this for ourselves. You know, yeah. uh, we were not in it to make money. We were not in it to become famous. We were not in it to get internet clout. And just growing this community has just been a big bonus for us. Um, but one of the things that was really important for us when we were starting this the podcast is that we wanted to make sure that we owned our content in perpetuity. Yeah. Uh, that um, whatever publisher we used wouldn't uh, take ownership of our work and our voice. Uh, and so uh, when we were going to choose a publisher, that was something that was really important to us for looking into. And that's how we ended up on Anchor FM. Um, and so if that's something this that's is important not an ad, you, by the way, it sounds like not an, an ad. ad, not an ad. <laughs> um, yeah. And so if it's something that's important to you as well, you know, if you want to be able to, to take down your content and move it around as you see fit, make sure that you look into that when you're choosing um, a publishing platform. Okay. So, I mean, this is cool. I think we're kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of how to create a podcast. So I mentioned audio quality. Yep. Right. So 
I'm just going to talk about how we do it, okay? So, one so of, you get two tin cans and, and a really shout. long really piece loud. of string. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we mentioned that we're in different locations. I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, Mr. Jeff is in the metro um, New York City area. Um, how do we do a podcast if we're not in the same room? So it's very tricky, but it's actually quite simple, and I'm kind of proud that we figured it out. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, uh, on an iPhone or a smartphone like from uh, Google or whatever the hell it is, you're holding in your hand or pocket or purse um, the same material, the, the same physical thing that we use to make this podcast. Your smartphone has a pretty damn good microphone in it uh, that you probably don't realize. So if you go to the memo app on your phone and record a voice memo, but put the bottom of the app or wherever the microphone is, if it's an iPhone, Jeff uh, and I both have iPhones. The microphone is at the bottom where the speakers are. So if you record yourself saying, hello, my name is Mr. Humphreys, and get your mouth about six inches away from the bottom of your phone and then play it back, that's going to have a really good high quality sound uh, recording. So that idea is exactly what I'm recording this podcast on at this very moment. My iPhone that I use that's in my pocket all the time is what I use to record my portion of the audio for the podcast. What are you doing with your audio, Mr. Jeff? So I'm do, I do exactly the same. Um, anyone who has seen video clips of people recording a podcast, they may see people using a blue microphone or a Yeti microphone yeah. that is um, hooked up to a mixer. Uh, and if you are interested in having a lot of sound effects in your uh, podcast, that would be great for you to use, but you can really go simple. You know, I have three devices that I'm going right now. I have my iPhone that I'm recording into. Um, Brandon and I are having a teleconference over Facebook Messenger on my iPad. Um, and then I have my computer open with uh, the outline to just refer to. And um, I've got my headphones plugged into the iPad where uh, our video conference is um, yeah. and recording just straight into the iPhone. I have a goosenecked um, holder that I use to hold it in place so I'm not holding it with my physical hand. Like a tripod or something. Like, like a tripod. Yeah. Um, and then um, I made the investment in a pop filter. What's that? Uh, is that like popcorn? So, what? Tell me more. <laughs> so, I'm if hungry. you think about if you've ever seen somebody in a recording studio, there's that mesh piece of thing in between them and the uh, microphone, and that's going to help silence any of your plosive sounds, like your P's and your K's and your T's and your Rancho Cucamonga and your Pacoimas. <laughs> you know, uh, I love it. Um, yeah, and in fact, I have the same thing. So. I think the only money I've spent on this podcast has been like fourteen ninety five for my pop filter. And it's literally, um, if I could describe it, it's like a circular piece of plastic about the size of two coasters wide. Yep. And it's got like this little, almost like pantyhose material. Um, and that is so that when I say pleasant petunias... <laughs> in the in the micro like pa, 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 pa. Um, if you don't have something to kind of block that that puff of air from your mouth, it records in the audio as like a big like a not a pleasant sound. So that's the listen, only thing we I, I use. 
Go back to episode one, Dear Sexy Knickers, oh, and no. listen. You, you could hear the audio quality that sounds like we recorded a potato. <laughs> because back then, we were, yeah. we were also, um, early on, we also recorded into our earphones. Uh, because we thought that that would be better quality, and that what you know turned out. In fact, not you know what? I'm going to do. I'm going to do an experiment. I'm going to, so I'm going to say the words "pretty puppies" right now, and then I'm going to remove the filter, and you'll you'll hear it. Okay, that's kind of cool. Go for it. All right, here we go. This is with the filter. Pretty puppies. Pretty puppies. Okay, sounds good, right? This is without. Pretty puppies. Pretty puppies. So, in theory. That sounded bad, but who knows? <laughs> so make sure not to edit that out in post. Yeah, no, right? no, no, no. So that's another thing. So I'm recording my audio, and Mr. Jeff is recording his audio, okay? Um, now, we are communicating to each other on uh, like a Zoom call or a Facebook Messenger video call or something separately. So that's how he and I can have a conversation. But locally... I have a recording of my audio that I'm speaking into right now. Jeff has a recording of his audio that he's speaking into right now. And then when we're done with the episode, we save our files. And then he emails me his file. And then I sync them together using an audio software suite like uh, Apple has um, GarageBand. And then it's two tracks and I just sync them together. Um, and that's it. So that's how we've, we've actually, it's funny, we've never been in the same room for any Except podcast. For Except, Except for MadamCon. Except for MadamCon, which felt that's weird because it's like, oh, we're, we're not in our usual setup. <laughs> um, right. We, we, we could actually communicate live and not have this half second delay over, um, over the internet uh, uh, teleconference. Yeah. And, and that's another thing to, to keep in mind also is that when you're – um, when you're syncing files, you know when you're using something like a GarageBand or a Camtasia, uh, you'll have you'll see a, vis- a visual output of the sound where you can see the peaks and valleys, and it's important to do what's called a slate to make sure that you're actually syncing up at the same time so that the conversation sounds very natural. And there are many ways that people will do a slate. Um, you'll either have people on both ends clap at the same time because it causes a big spike mm-hmm. in yep. the in the audio. Um, what we've done is we've done counting rhythmically so that the, uh, the peaks, uh, will be, uh, evenly spaced out and they can be easily timed out. And so you figure out what just works, what works best for you. Um, doing, doing the visual, uh, has actually been more beneficial for us. Um, but you'll find that other people want to hear that slate. Yeah, and I think that the most difficult thing about doing a podcast remotely like this is editing the sound together from the two files. Because I have a file for my audio, and then Jeff has his file, and he sends me his. So the the reason you have to sync them up, and it gets a little technical here, but I'll make it easy. Um, When I hit the record button on my phone, my microphone, and then Jeff hits his record button on his, because we're in different locations... Um, it's difficult to time them to be exactly the same time. If it was easy, then you wouldn't have to really sync. You would just, it'd be, they would already be in sync already. But because we're using the internet to see each other for the little video conference, um, there's a delay there, just a little bit. Um, it's really tricky. So what we do, and we've, we've done it differently throughout the years, 
now I say, hi, Jeff. And then Jeff says, hi, Brandon. As we, quickly as possible. Yeah. So when I get done saying, hi, Jeff, Jeff says, hi, Brandon, immediately after. It's because then I know when I have those two files on my software, um, I know that as soon as I finish and then he says, hi, Brandon, I can move the the two files and, and make it in sync that way. The, the, the track. Yeah. And we also say one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, so we, we so you, you, you try it out. And if I say a dumb joke... <laughs> it, that never happens. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but if I say a dumb joke, and then it's like, one, two, three, four, and then a laugh from Jeff, that's probably not in sync. Because if you say a joke, the other guy laughs pretty much instantly. So that's why it's good to have it in sync, right? And that's really it. That's kind of the most intimidating thing. But when you play around just a little bit, it's not very difficult at all. Um, yeah. I'm not an audio guy, but I edit every episode. Like if we cough <coughs> or something, I go and remove it. And I think that's very mm-hmm. common. Um, uh, exactly. Uh, like, like if I – so, mm, uh, yeah. yeah. So if we, if we make little funny sounds like that, um, I remove it. And that's quite easy to do in software these days. So we sound a little bit better than we actually would in person just because right. if we just go, I remove it, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, what's also important is um, vocal warm-ups, right? Because we're sitting here talking for 45 minutes to an hour. We want to make sure that our jaws are nice and loose and flappy. So we'll <clears throat> spend some time... Uh, before we start talking about the episode, just you know, catching up between the two of us yeah, or doing talking. some sim- yeah. simple vocal exercises, red leather, yellow leather. Vocal uh, exercises your- is another way to say, have a conversation. <laughs> we just, we kind of talk a little bit. Yeah. But what else is there? Um, I think that you know, in addition to the, all of the ums and errs and coughs and whatever, you want to make sure that you're also recording in a quiet environment. Oh, huge and thing, yeah. Yeah, and I, there have been a couple of times when you've been able to hear the ice cream van from outside <laughs> my window yeah. or whatever. But, um, you know, fans, filters, air conditioners, they make a huge difference um, yeah. when you're freely recording like this. So try and get your environment as quiet as possible. You don't need to stick your head in a padded cardboard box or anything like that. Um, but just try and be as, uh, as quiet as possible. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, we use our iPhones to, to as our microphones and because it's free and it's easy and we don't have to buy anything. Uh, some people who start off a new podcast buy a $300 microphone and a lot of money and they get, get us a, a great mm, laptop and all this stuff. Try this method first and see if you like it. If you love it and you want to make that your job, invest in a nice microphone. We didn't, and that's fine for us. I will say, because I'm the one who edits the the uh, podcast together, having a really quiet background is the best thing that can make your job easier. Um, there are some episodes that I can hear. I don't know if the regular listener could, um, where one of us has a fan going on or uh, a garbage truck drives by and you can hear it. Um, there are a lot of seagulls where I live. So sometimes you can hear seagulls and I edit that out. Um, but if you have a, a pet dog or something that runs around and you hear the clicking of the nails on the, on the hardwood mm-hmm. floor, that will be picked up. So 
one of the things that I said I like about podcasts is really good audio quality. There are some podcasts out there, and this is very easy, and I understand why people do this, but they have uh, a Zoom call yep. with all their friends, and they record the audio directly from the Zoom call, and it doesn't sound very good. It sounds okay, right? But I'm if I'm listening to a podcast and it's an interesting topic, okay, great, I'll listen to it. But if it's not very interesting and it's a really bad audio quality, I don't really want to listen to it as much as I would otherwise. So I think our tip is get your audio quality as nice as possible as you can. The easiest way to do that is to get into a quiet room. For me, whenever I record my side of the audio for the podcast, I unplug my refrigerator, which sounds kind of extreme, but I know the second, and it's a small apartment, once that um, refrigerator comes on, you would hear it on the podcast. So when I'm done with the recording, I go and plug it back in. Um, so just little things like that. Always turn off your fan, air conditioning, heating. You'll be a little cold or a little hot, but you can you can hang out for a yeah. little bit without it, right? Once you've uh, recorded and edited and mixed your podcast and you're ready to publish it, you also have to let people know that it exists. So um, being able to promote it on so- being able to promote it on social media is also important for building an audience. Uh, and yeah. so you know, Mr. Brandon was in charge of of that as well. Um, and so how do you go about getting everything on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and wherever <laughs> we're else never we on are. TikTok? I, the <laughs> talk tick TikTok. I don't know. It's too young. Um, I will say it's a brand idea. Um, so I think that maybe the, the idea of a podcast, the first moment I thought, wow, we have a podcast was when I made the logo. Oh yeah. The logo is the Grace Brothers bag that I recreated. And instead of Grace Brothers, I put that does suit madam. And that was it. I thought, wow, I just made a logo for a podcast. I guess we have a podcast now. <laughs> so it's just the idea of, um, you need a good name. That's a good idea. We took ours from that fabulous scene. Um, I love does uh, uh, no no um, keeping up appearances colon a the luxury, luxury podcast. podcast. I love I love because that's exactly uh, Hyacinth Bouquet. That would she would love right. that. She would want right. a luxury podcast. The, the the Kath and Kim podcast that ill-fated that didn't really go anywhere was very obviously named Nice, Different, Unusual, or Noise, Different, Unusual, right? Because that's what uh, it would be called. Yeah. Uh, you know, tagline from the show. Um, if we think about, um, you know, the Parks and Rec podcasts or The Office, they all have some kind of twist on uh, the show or what the show is known for. Don't worry about being too clever. Just try and give it a very natural name that people would want to search for uh, when they're trying to find uh, the podcast on their um, podcast uh, uh, platforms or within the social media. So once you have a name uh, and you need to make a logo and it can be as crazy or as simple as you need it to be, um, that's kind of all you really need. So once you have a name and a logo, you can make a Facebook account if you're an old fogey like us. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you can make a, tick, a talk tick, TikTok account, something. Um, same way. Uh, Twitter, if it's still around, who knows. Um, uh, and that's basically it. So once you have a name and a logo, 
that's all you need to kind of create an, a social media account anywhere. And that's what we did. Um, and I would say for podcasts, because it's audio, uh, you need a theme song, man. You need hmm. a theme song. And I created some kind that. Of, some kind of audio, yeah. Yeah, and I, it, it, can, it can be like, it'd be cute if you were doing like, My Life Story by Brandon. And it was like, you know, like that's, that's a theme song. Why not? Um, but when I made the uh, recreation of the Are You Being Served theme song, I literally had um, a bottle, which was like a, 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 a glass bottle, which was the bell for the, the cash register sound. And I had some coins that I shook in a box for the, the till drawer coming out. Uh, and then I just made a loop and then I did the silly stuff with my voice and blah, blah, blah. So that was fun. But like, if you can't do a song, just make it a simple one. And there's lots of free stuff online too, like free yeah. um, sound effects and you have to credit people and stuff. But the, the point is we didn't know what the hell we were doing and we figured it out. And, and now, we just kind of figured it out. Yeah. And I will say, once you have, let's say you have the audio of a podcast, you have the name and everything, you need to send the podcast files out into the world. And we found, it does sound like an ad, but we did find uh, anchor.fm. Uh, and the reason we're there is because it's easy, it's free. A lot of places charge you a monthly fee for it. They also mm-hmm. let you do a little ad, which you hear an ad in our show about Anchor, and they give you a little bit of money. It's nothing that is that would incentivize us to continue making po- podcast episodes. Right. We make it for us, and we're closing that chapter. But um, hell, if you did something on kardashians or something very popular maybe you'd be a millionaire <laughs> card he said tentatively i don't know yeah so i'm trying to think what else should we tell the people about the podcast world um i think that we've i think that we've hit every single uh nail on the head that we wanted to talk about about podcasting one-on-one and obviously the the internet is out there if you google how to do a podcast there's going to be plenty of other write-ups of information that will either you know back up what we have to say or maybe give contradictory advice (laughs) you're all smart people you could figure it out and that's (laughs) yeah and that's part of the fun about figuring out yeah that's a good point it's part of the hobby. Have have fun with it, and we, you know we are not audio professionals. We are literally two dudes who like to show from 1971 and <laughs> figured out how to make an account on Anchor.fm and then spewed out podcast episodes. And 88 episodes later, here we are. But have fun. Uh, I will say, um, audio quality is really important. Um, try to kind of. Think about what you're going to say. Uh, in fact, we should mention uh, we have a, gu- a loose guide that we look at before every episode. It's not a script, but we're talking about an episode of Already Being Served, so we'll both watch it. Jeff has been really great about making the guides. So he'll kind of briefly summarize the episode just to help us remind ourselves about what we're watching when we're watching that episode. And then little bits of info that we do research about we'll put in there. So we know to talk about it. But we don't read it. It's just an idea. So then we kind of just have a conversation. But I think that's and what try and go like. on as many try and go on as many related tangents as we possibly could. Well, probably too many. <laughs> but anyhow. It would be interesting to go back and listen to the first couple episodes because I hope we've improved. Um, that's for you all to decide, I guess. 
but um, have fun because it is it is a fun uh, medium to do it um, to do this audio thing. And now everyone's their own radio transmitter, which is kind of cool. And there's a lot of bad podcasts out there, so don't be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Mr. Brandon, final thoughts on um, that does suit Madam? Well, it's like Mr. Travis emailed. Um, you know, he had this idea for another series. And we talked about, like, you know, in fact, um, we, we spoke to that lovely author who wrote that book about the Heidi High uh, actor. Um, Brian, I believe his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked with him about, like, what if there was another series, like a season three? And the question came up, like, should there have been? Um, and then it comes, it comes up the idea of nostalgia. You know, the, I think most of the voicemails and messages we've received from the unanimous, people are remembering who they first watched the show with, mm-hmm. which is really sweet. Usually it's grandma, usually it's your sister or whoever, your brother, uh, or just ourselves, like Jeff and I. Um, but what we're doing is we're remembering the good old days and are the good old days 20 years ago, 40 years ago, are they right now? You don't really know, um, when your good old days are, maybe you're living them right now and everything you're doing is going to be something you look out in the future with nostalgia and it makes you happy to think about them. Um, what the cool thing is about TV shows, you literally can relive them. You can watch them over and over and over again. And I heard some people who watch are you, um, with who watch uh, Kath and Kim. Um, they say, "Gosh, when I'm done with the episodes, I start back and watch them all over again." <laughs> and someone wrote an article saying, "You know, with especially with COVID, the world's a scary place, and nothing seems too certain. But what seems very certain is watching the same TV show over and over again." And it's you, like your bedtime story, your lullaby, just like your parents used to read yeah. you. Goldilocks and the Three Bears, he had it memorized. You know that, you know, oh, that does suit Madam. Oh, Mrs. Slocum, you needle stuck in the groove. You can recite the lines <laughs> by memory. And yeah. it's so comforting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, for me, it's all about nostalgia. And it's really sweet that I hear that in the unanimous members like Mrs. X. Like she remembers, oh, I knew Mr. Humphreys. I knew Mr. Mrs. Slocum. My father loved the show. And we kind of laughed at each other when we saw each other coming. When I was coming down the stairs, you know, it, we felt like we were at Grace Brothers. Um, that's really sweet. And I, I think nostalgia is a good thing to to celebrate. And that's kind of what this show and the podcast has kind of reminded me that television shows um, are a way that we enjoy and, and have entertainment and, and take a break. But, you know, maybe it's an American culture thing. I don't know because I'm, I'm American and I, I don't know. I wasn't raised in any other place. But TV, it seems for some of us, plays a pretty large role in developing um, a bit of our personality. And Ari being served mm-hmm. was pretty important for me, especially yeah. it, goes, it all goes back to the gay thing for me. Um, but now as I'm an adult, I, I see how clever the writing was how silly it was and i don't think it's a bad thing for you to enjoy things that are silly i think we should not take ourselves as seriously as we might and watching the characters of the grace brothers staff um they're very silly (laughs) especially in you know like captain peacock being the control to that like he's very silly but he didn't want people to know it and that idea is um where a lot of i think british humor and comedy comes from I'm upper yeah. crust. I have 
a semi-detached house. Well, that's because they pulled all the other houses down from around you. You know, like, that's Thanks, hilarious. Thanks, Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think... What about you? I'm, I'm just very grateful um, to our unanimous for tuning in week after week and helping to build this community and, and uh, serve as a reminder that, you know... In the, especially in the beginning of the pandemic when we might have felt isolated and alone, that we're not alone. There are hundreds of people ar- literally around the world that have similar interests that we can share. And uh, it's been very comforting to be able to return to this. And I'm just you know, very grateful and honored to be able to spend this time with um, all the unanimous and every week with you, Mr. Brandon. Oh, likewise, so, Mr. Jeff. It's It's been fun. And it's it's also lovely to try something new, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Like, we didn't know how to do podcasting before this. And as we say, some would maintain we still don't. But I think we do. <laughs> I mean, we have 88 episodes under our belt. And we've I've learned how to edit. I didn't know how to do that before. And I just, every episode, I try different things. Another thing I just want to throw in, with podcasting, um, I forgot to say, when we speak over each other, sometimes that happens. Like if you're having a conversation, you both speak. When you're listening to a recording of that, it gets hard to understand what people are saying. I've gotten so good with podcast editing that I can now separate the two people and put space between it so it doesn't sound like we're speaking over each other. You would never know that on the podcast because it just sounds like we're politely waiting for each other. So as you learn conversation. Yeah. So as you as you learn more about editing, it gets a little easier and you can try different things and so yeah, it's nice. It's 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 nice to try to a, a new skill, um, and learn something new. So that's kind of yeah. good too. So unanimous. Um, while we may not be putting out or publishing new episodes with any kind of regularity, uh, if there is anything that happens in the Are You Being Served universe, um, Brandon and I will come back together and record a little clip and um, send it back out to you. Uh, And as we said, we are not shutting down our social media. Uh, So if you do want to get in touch with us, we are still available on Facebook, Twitter. You can write us one of those good old-fashioned emails at thatdoessuitmadam with an E at gmail.com. Um, the Peacock Hotline will still be up, 662-732-2625. And um, grab some merch at our store at imfree.threadless.com. And why not? And I will say, if, if we get a lot of voicemails from people saying, oh, my God, you guys are great, that would be cool. And maybe we make an episode about that. You never know. Who knows? Yeah. If there's a new Are You Being Served graphic novel, I mean, who knows? <laughs> we'll have to do an emergency episode. So we're still around, but uh, uh, we might not be around much in the future, and that's okay. Because you're going to make a fabulous podcast about some fabulous episodes of a cool TV show we've probably never heard of. And if you did, let us know, because we'd love to listen to you and see what you could have come up with. And with that, unanimous, you've all done very well. Bye! Goodbye, everyone. Bye. That Does Suit Madam is not endorsed by the BBC and it is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Are you being served as a copyrighted program of the BBC? That Does Suit Madam is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of Grace Brothers policy. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them, any entity they represent, Grace Brothers Department Store, or Millstone Manor.
Okay, literally the last moment. Do you want to say anything? No, I'm I'm done. We're done with this popsicle stand. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I might keep that little bit, actually. <laughs> <laughs>